0: It's the Thickly Veiled Podcast with your hosts, Nathan and Jeff.
1: Hello, everybody. It's been a while. <laughs> what happened to the happy voice? Hello. <laughs> okay. It was all good. Hello. Hello, hello, hello everybody. everybody. Yeah, it's been a while. Today's podcast, it's the Thickly Veiled Curtain. The Thickly Veiled Podcast. Yep. See? I yeah. still can't get it right. <laughs> well, it's been a few months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's brought to you by Half Pints Brewery. No, they are not. in no way affiliated with us, but <laughs> yeah. uh, we're drinking their beer, yes. the Double Standard Lager. It's five percent, and a six pack of it was on sale for nine ninety nine. So, and it's how, surprisingly how good. I say no, it's not too bad. Yeah,
2: I'm uh, I'm impressed. I, mm. I I like it. I would buy it again. Yeah, and it's Manitoba made, of course, with a hundred percent Canadian two row barley.
1: Well, hot diggity. right? And wow. then there's more of
2: this. a Double Standard is, anyways. That's it's the beer we're drinking.
1: Yeah, it's we're not sponsored by them, no. but that would be cool if we were.
2: Yes. So, so we're we're hitting the uh, we're hitting the point on the podcast. We're getting close to like so. I, I was listening to um, gosh, I don't know. I don't watch. I don't listen to Rogan's entire episodes because I don't have you know forty hours a week to listen to everything I want to listen to. Yeah. Um, but I do like it comes up on some of my feeds, and just one of the things he was saying was stop stop being lazy. Like if you make it past fifteen episodes, you're in the top five percent egg ready to go which is i just couldn't find time to i want to say i couldn't find time i had things that came up whatever yeah so what is the big thing for you this summer what has happened for you this summer that was taking 90 percent of your time
1: oh just going away you got to live summer up in winnipeg manitoba canada right because we're just gonna fall off a cliff into like (laughs) a seven month cold winter yet again and it's just gonna be a sad, sad time for a lot of people, you know. Yeah. So it, I mean, you got to live every weekend like it's your last. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and that's honestly,
2: it's something I tell my son all the time. Would we'll be like, let's go to the park, and he'd be like, No, I don't yeah. want to go to the park. I'm like, Honey, we get four months of yeah. summer, four months of good weather period to go outside. Trust me, you're going to miss the park when it's minus 50 out Do in February. Do not stay inside. Right. And it and was
1: pretty hot out this summer, too. Oh, so I loved it.
2: Bad. i That's the thing is, as it's I... Sweat. Yeah, once I hit 30, I didn't give a shit about how much I sweat anymore. I love Damn. being outside in that, like, intense heat just... Beating down, especially yeah. if I'm doing something manly. And yeah, no, I'm being sexist by calling like it manly. But like, being outside in like the hottest day of summer, chopping wood, there's just something about it that's just so primal and just makes me feel good. I like doing it. Cool. Yeah, so I like doing that when I own my own place. But yeah, since the divorce I don't have that, so I'm beating the shit out of tires with hammers and gyms now, so
1: that's good. Oh, you're back to the gym.
2: Yes. Which gym? Uh, I'm doing one of the Winnipeg City gyms and it is the... Jankiest looking yeah. gym in existence. Yeah, it is in the basement of a middle school.
1: city of Winnipeg gyms. Are
2: oh, the jankiest I've been gyms to most of them at this point. There is they're nothing not quite like this. Yeah. No, they're great. The thing is that they, they don't recycle yeah. to be pretty. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of gyms will get rid of old machines because you know they don't mix, mix the aesthetic. Like, I think yeah. you go to Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah. So, if it's like old and it's not repainable really easily with purple and yellow, they're going to get rid of it and get rid of the things that they can easily match their, their mm-hmm. theme. City Winnipeg doesn't give a shit. If it works and it's not broken, or it can be fixed easily, they're going to bring it back. So when you walk into a City of Winnipeg gym, it's all like solid steel. Like none of this shit's oh, yeah. going to tilt their their racks or like you could you could I could push it and it would stand the test of time exactly. And these it's amazing in there. They've got like a Jacob's ladder, but if you look around when you're not looking at the weights. The floor is completely uneven. They've got oh. mats with, like, tape telling you where sure. you're going to fall. Yeah. There's, like, cut-out holes in, like, this underground bunker-looking place. It's fantastic, though. I love it.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's the kind of gym you want to be in. <laughs>
2: people are stealing. They don't allow bags being walked around on the gym floor anymore know, because people so are sad, stealing clips.
1: Pathetic. Classic Winnipeg, of course. <laughs> stealing clips. clips. I know, yeah. but that's annoying because mm-hmm. I remember that, too. You go there and, like, you're like, where's the clips? Yeah, like they're gone.
2: Yeah, they're all so, gone. Just uh just hope hope that you have good uh, good balance. Yeah,
1: pretty much. So what about yeah. you, what's your gym adventure like? I canceled my Planet Fitness membership cuz it was just getting stupid in there. Like they were letting teens go for the summer for free. Uh, and between like, brutal. I don't know, 15 and 18. I mean, it's brutal, but I get it. Like that's so nice of them like get those kids like, you know, moving and yeah. stuff because, you know, the obesity epidemic is Raging,
2: especially at one side of this table.
1: <laughs> Both sides, let's be honest. Yeah.
2: Um, you're doing great. You look like you've lost a lot of weight. You've tightened up, and Tight. I said, "Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like I'm trying to fuck you." It, well, every time hey. I say it, but there's no better way to say it. It looks like you've 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 put on muscle mass and lost fat.
1: Well, thanks a lot. I've been running a lot. Yeah, I've not been lifting weights though.
2: so I've been lifting, so I look even fatter than I've got.
1: <laughs> yeah, the muscles just like growing yeah, underneath especially
2: cause Yeah, especially because I'm doing all upper body because my legs are slowly getting back to where they were. Because mm-hmm. when I put on weight and I'm old and a bad back and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to do squats and stuff. And I was pushing around. My favorite thing is at this gym, they had this like cart that you could put, like, 700 pounds Oh,
0: that's
1: cool. Yeah, and you push it. Oh, I fucking love that thing. It was the best cardio ever. yeah.
2: Until one day, I put all my weight on my left heel and pushed my back out again. And I was like, okay, so this one's not for me. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, well, my back's hurting, so I'm not going to push the cart. I'm going to go hit a hammer on this tire. Perfect. Yeah, dumbest fucking thing ever. Mm -hmm. So instead of having, like, a two-day where I just needed to be really good with my back, not pick up my kids, blah, 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 it was, Mm -hmm. like, a week and a half. Just, like, miserable back pain. But now I'm back to doing my old stuff, like curls, lots of elliptical Fucking ellipticals. I hate ellipticals.
1: Yeah. Stop going to Planet Fitness, because, yeah, it was a mob. Like, it was just a mob scene, in there so many people. Yeah. You couldn't get near the weights, because everyone was on them. And plus, you know, they don't have, like, they have free weights there, but they don't have, like, a squat rack. They don't have, oh, wow. you know. It's just all kind of cabled. All of the... There's Smith machines, which aren't bad, but I mean, they kind of, like, Smith machines kind of lie to you, because they stabilize the load for you, and they probably take off 20 pounds. At least. So whatever you're pushing, it's not the true weight, so
2: it's like... And a good thing about the rack is it actually mm -hmm. helps you with your your center, so that you're you're keeping that balanced on your back, if it's doing it, most of the work for you. But,
1: I might go back in the fall, I'm not sure, because I just can't justify paying $50 a month for other gyms, yeah. Yeah, and it's like not even that bad if I'm just gonna go there, like maybe because sometimes it's 24 hours, so you can go late at night. and yeah, not a lot that of people was. People are
2: there. And, that was my favorite thing about Snap Fitness when I went there. Yeah, was 24 hours. I mean, it sucked because like you'd come in and like the, the closing group would leave before the last group of people, like, working out in the late evening. Mm-hmm. So you'd come in and just be this huge fucking mess. Like, of course. Weights everywhere, towels yeah. no, on the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's I
1: awful. Know. And, uh, like, a lot of those small private gyms, like, I would get a membership there, and their treadmills would be broken, kind of. Right. Like, where you'd be running, skip. and then you'd, like, skip and yeah. fall, because, like, the uh, bottom of the track... Yeah, was worn, and then your you'd foot in it, and then it would make you like fall forward, and yeah. like they were all like that after a while. Yeah, so they like you're like okay, the machines aren't maintained. I'm paying like sixty dollars a month to be here. Like why? That why am weird I weird that you brought that up? Because that's
2: exactly Shitty. I could not run on the now. This doesn't exist anymore. I'm pretty sure the Snap Fitness in Osborne was the I one. Think I think all to.
1: Snap. Wait, you will not yeah Snap Fitness like kind of died out. Well,
2: I think there's still one on. on uh, I think just
1: there's one in um, North
2: Kildonan. Yeah, yeah,
1: but they really died out. Yeah, they were everywhere for yes, a bit. They
2: were. Um, but yeah, I went in there and like they had these really good ellipticals. It's like this gazelle mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like it's full range of motion, but the hand grips are actually in a place where a person who's not 5'8 can actually use them. Yeah, one of my big things with ellipticals, especially even the one I'm using currently in my gym, which I really like, it's got a really good like really good flow to it, mm-hmm. but the handles. The handles where you check your pulse are stationary, which I don't love. Mm-hmm. But the ones that aren't stationary, there's no good grip for a person above, like, 5'8". If I put it on the top, it's, like, uh, putting yeah. my my wrist too high. If I'm putting mm-hmm. it on the bottom, it's too low. If I put it on the sides or too far, it's just... This weird match, but mm-hmm. at, at Snap they had this gazelle one that was just fucking fantastic. We put the right amount of stress on it; there was no problem with my back. Yeah. But then I go on the, you know, I try to get like I want to get a jog in. I want to get my five Ks back down to like a reasonable time for a guy of my size, and mm-hmm. every single one of them would just be skip, skip. Okay, can't yeah, do this one. Yeah, I know. And then you'd have to, you know, the bad thing about gyms is it's like I'm a fat guy. I don't want to have somebody watch me try sixteen fucking treadmills know, to find like, the oh, one that Christ. doesn't. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: why I like running outside. Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah. Problem with that though is you're destroying your knees.
1: Well, you're destroying your knees, like on the ellipticals, st- not on the ellipticals. Sorry, on the uh, treadmills too. I think a little but bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. You're still you're still hammering down. It's just that's the. But I don't. I'm, I'm not saying don't run outside. You're doing a great thing. No, I'm just. I, I'm saying that's the only for thing. I like my thing. knees is. Yeah. I can I can't put more stress on my knees. I already spent twenty years being. Absurdly fat, rather than just you know <laughs> fat. So, my knees are already taking the damage they're going to take.
1: Oh shit! Well, I mean, hey, at least you're back. You're trying. You're banging you, it, Baby, you're keeping it going, man. Yeah, That's I good. gotta keep her going. I think we talked about it uh, in January, and I was just talking about doing weights, yeah, and not quitting. But then, like, I kind of fell off on weights because, like, I just I was getting so bulky. Like, yeah, I got up to. I think I got up like two sixty-seven or two seventy. It was just like bulk. That's like what awesome. I was like. Oh, I mean, oh, awesome. No, no, I looked horrible. Like <laughs> just my shit. Like I couldn't even wear a shirt. Like yeah. it was just like. That was the first bad thing mass. for me. Like, after like, my oh, first
2: two weeks like, of doing it. Like, I, I'm doing curls, like, I, like I was saying, and yeah. uh, my chest expanded. And I've already got like a beefy chest from being a huge fat guy, mm-hmm. and uh, like one of my favorite shirts. I'm like, oh, okay, so working out without doing a ton of cardio is going to lead me to not being able to
1: wear my favorite shirts. Oh yeah, and I was just blasting like 5,000 calories in my body a day, like you know, like <laughs> oh, five burgers or like whatever. Just like it's like. Insane man, And I know Beer. everybody at our age
2: talks shit But like man I miss being 20s Like my, my metabolism now sucks so much ass Oh yeah Like it's so It's not even like a small difference It's like the world of difference Yeah Like before I'd sit down and have like A pizza and a thing of ice cream For my <laughs> cheat meal Now if I did that Like if I had what I used to have for a cheat meal After like a week of being super clean eating I'd mm. still gain weight that week
1: Like my mean, oh, yeah. metabolism's no, just it's... not there I don't know man sucks. brutal right yeah.
2: and I've also I, I just don't have the patience to eat like that cause like <clears throat> I'll like eat one of my my old signature meals that I ate while I was like losing all my huge weight and uh so I'll like make myself my, my tuna and green beans and like some salad dressing and some nuts and blah, blah blah and then I'll sit down at the kitchen table where my son's eating pizza and my daughter's eating like spaghetti and I'm like
0: fuck yeah. This.
2: This is garbage.
1: I think burgers are my big, uh, weak Achilles heel. Peanut butter and pizza, man. Peanut butter and yeah. pizza, eh? I realized recently
2: mm. my son was talking to me. He's like, Dad, what's your favorite food? I was like, you know what? I thought about this recently. And if it's, like, a prepared dish, it's pizza. Pizza always wins over everything.
1: Like a good pizza, though, right? Like, not, like, a crap
2: pizza. Even if it's a crap pizza. Really? Like, I, yeah. I I would way rather have a good pizza. But if, like, it's like, we're going to have, like, here's the thing. We're going to have, like, a mediocre burger or a mediocre pizza. Give me the mediocre pizza. We're going to have mediocre pizza or mediocre fried chicken. Give me the pizza.
1: Yeah, if I had the option, I'd be... It'd be, like, burger or a a nice steak cooked, like, good cut. Yeah. I'd do the steak. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, you know... Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But if... uh, but the burgers are just sometimes easy. They're like... The, the first go-to. thing I
2: had when I started eating beef, which was this summer also, mm-hmm. uh, was a hamburger. Like, my friends were like, hey, we'll go and we'll have, like, barbecue. And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. And then eventually they're like, after, like, days of watching them eat just delicious meat while I'm, like, eating bullshit. Mm-hmm. I was Like, all right, screw it. I'll have a burger. And it was just the most delicious thing in the world. Not <laughs> that after so many years of <sighs> not. It was, yeah. At that point, it had been three and a bit years without having any beef.
1: Good for you for dude having discipline to do that. That's great. But, well, I was just trying to
2: make my back not hurt, and then like the same the same weekend, I realized it absolutely was pork that was fucking with my back because my friend made this like quiche dish, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "Hey, I put bacon in one side, and it sort of floated to the other side." I was like, "Well, I'll give it a shot because I mm-hmm. want some eggs," and I ate it, and like the rest of the day, my back was just aching, and I didn't have a full piece of bacon; It just had some like bacon fat in it. So I think pork is what fucks with my back.
1: Maybe your back is
2: just. But it back. doesn't. It doesn't happen on other days. Like I'll try pork, and just boom, just something about the pork just inflames my inflames my guts.
1: Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, I had my buddy. He did all vegetables for a while because he was trying to get rid of inflammation because he has a back problem. He doesn't have a disc anymore, so uh, he's, yeah. yeah, he's always dealing with back stress, back yeah. issues, and he tried uh, all vegetables. But that caused him to have a lot of inflammation. Yeah. Then he went to a carnivore diet, all meat, for like a few months. And he said it's it was the best thing for him. Like, it actually made him feel better in general. Made, like, his um, <clears throat> skin better. Made him overall have more energy. Hearing, it's crazy. Yeah he, yeah. he was, like, but it's expensive. Because he was yeah. literally eating, like, two steaks for breakfast, two steaks for dinner. And then, like... Maybe I think maybe Go some to ground eggs, beef, man. I think he was trying to not avoid ground beef. Okay. Oh no, no, no! He was trying to avoid like he was trying to get really good cuts of beef. Oh, so he was trying to get the really yeah. At a certain point, you just got to remember you're poor. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So I mean, you just eat this. Yeah, yeah. You eat what you fucking can. Like, yeah, yeah
2: I want to eat a sirloin steak for every meal. But too. I mean,
1: can't you not just buy really cheap steak and if you just marinate it and let it sit for a few days, will it not just become really tender? Oh boy. I got this yesterday. Yeah, me too.
2: Alright, well that was the...
1: uh, Apparently they wanted a 10 people stabbing spree. That sounds about right. Saskatchewan.
2: I mean, if I lived in Saskatchewan, I'd stab a bunch of people too. Fucking pieces of shit. We went different ways on that. (laughs) So the... uh, It was... I mean, it's made popular now by Jordan Peterson, which... Eventually, we're gonna have a topic.
1: Listening to him on the Lex Friedman podcast, it was pretty good.
2: I, uh, I, gen- I can say I'm genuinely a fan of Jordan Peterson. I yeah. don't agree with a bunch of the shit he says. Sure, of course, it's very. divisive. You're not
1: gonna agree with everything, but like overall, I mean he he basically makes some really good points. And yeah, like you know, I I think. I like him too.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. people hate on he, him. The so thing much. is,
2: like he can say things like "you can't for." The, my problem is, is he he takes it too far to the one the opposite side. So people are saying like, of course, I like Tess Holiday because you know what? Whatever he uh, she puts on like, look at how beautiful and how wonderful she is, and his response can be like, no matter how much you try to force me personally. I do not find that level of obesity to be attractive. And I don't think encouraging young women to say that that's normal and healthy is a proper thing to say. But he didn't. He didn't speak for himself when he responded. He spoke for everyone. There is no way you are going to force society to believe this is... There are some people who genuinely see Tess Holiday and be like, she is an attractive woman. Mm -hmm. So don't... Who gives a shit what you're saying what you're attracted to or not? Just say... I don't find it okay for you to encourage young women to say that this is healthy because I, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Teth Holliday is not a healthy person. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not say, like, I was 502 pounds. If people started being like, you're good okay. For you. Good for you. You're a yeah. healthy spokesman. Go out in a tank top and show, show the world. Like, I, no, I would never want anyone. And that's the thing that bugs me about this person more than anything is, like, why would you want, I want people to be less mean to people who are big absolutely sure. 100% on board mm-hmm. I want people to praise me like I'm doing a good thing no when I was 500 pounds and people started being like you're so good good for you you're an encouraging youth to be like no I have trouble getting up in the morning I take two steps to walk into a friend's house and I can't do it I have to look extra hard at chairs before I sit down them because I might fucking break them this is not a lifestyle I want children to have yeah. and the fact that like these people like Tess Holiday like backs up this I want people to look up to me like No, you want people to be okay with people of different sizes, that's fine, but don't tell me that you're healthy. So that's my problem with Peterson, is he takes his opinion on beauty and says that this is not not normal and not okay for society to believe this is beautiful. I I like bigger women, fuck you, I can like whatever the fuck I want. You don't find it attractive and you don't think it's good for young children, fine.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's all subjective too, like he's championing obviously for his ideals and you know the people who believe in his ideals like he'll say that because he truly does kind of believe that like this whole movement towards you know his opinion is like that's wrong you should not um, glorify glorify this this is not a good thing which kind of kind of with him on it yeah you know what I mean but I know people are people and they're gonna do whatever they wanna do Within the confines of you know society, yeah, and they can get away with what yeah you can get exactly away with? right. Well, not saying like they're getting away with anything with no, being super like, obese, but I'm like just saying yeah what
2: they can like, what they can do with their lives and that's fine. I mean, yeah. good for you, Tess. You're making a ton of money, fantastic. I that's don't great. have to like it.
1: You don't have to like it, but. You have to respect these people as people. Yeah, as people.
2: Do I have to respect their message that Tess is sending to my daughter that it's okay to be morbidly obese? No, I do not respect that. Yeah. I am going to teach my daughter and my son both that being super unhealthy is not good for you. No matter how much society is like, yay, everybody's their own size. Like, yeah, you should respect a person regardless of how they look. You should treat them exactly the way they deserve Mm -hmm. based on who they are not how they look.
1: Yeah, and it's the same thing for, like, uh, anything people talk about, right? Like, there's always going to be, like, abortion, right? Yeah. And there's always going to be someone championing Mm -hmm. pro-life and pro-tri... It's never going to go away. But they can't respect each other. No, that so, one's a little bit. That one's little a little different. bit more. Like little different. There's a different. But I mean, yeah,
2: because that one's like one side believes that it's a woman's right to choose, and one sure. side believes it's straight up murder. So there's yeah. never going to be a bridging the gap. Like in when it comes to Tess holiday thing, I think there is a bridge gap. Everybody mm-hmm. deserves respect. I believe both sides feel that way. Nobody should be going out and making, like, huge podcasts about how ugly Tess Holliday is because <laughs> yeah, she's overweight. Be I, I'm sure there are people in the far, <laughs> oh, for sure. far yeah. like, reaches of things that yeah. do feel that way. But I'd say the vast majority of people yeah. on the side who think that that was a bad spokes- mm-hmm. spokesperson for women would say that they don't feel like she should be disrespected. Mm-hmm. And the other side feels like she shouldn't be... There's a middle ground there where they're like, she should not be disrespected. One says they should champion her because she's body positivity. And one person says, no, this is terrible for children to -hmm. feel like this is the right way to go. But there is that middle gap. On abortion, there is no middle gap. There is, you either believe it's a bore, you believe it's a murder, or you don't.
1: I would argue against that just in the fact that there's a middle middle area with people uh, regarding up to and when abortions can be illegal illegal and illegal right. right and that's and that's the problem is it it's so that's, a, the, that's the like gray middle ground people we uh, argue like six weeks that's it some people are like, six months that's it and other people are like I don't like <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> Dude, there's, there's, there's
2: literally there's laws in places where know, they're like they're like if you, if the abortion fails and you still have to have the baby you just leave it out like you just let it I, die I, you just let it die know, you just let know. it die what the fuck is
1: wrong with you Be- so I get but it you're at right at the same time you gotta think like what what would the world look like if there was no legal abortion means we probably for would be going
2: through a population crisis of people
1: or there would just be a health crisis too or a okay. lot, <laughs> lot more lot more um sad as it sounds dumpster babies um a uh, um, lot more i'm not sure i'm not
2: sure i 100% agree because the thing is immigration goes up as childbirth goes down we have always been able to move it when it needs. So if there was less abortion happening in Canada, then what would happen is there would be more childbirth because abortion would be less legal to get done and then there'd be less immigration. All right? Like We bring in people from for, with immigration. A, as, I'm not talking about humanitarian causes. People coming here like from the Ukraine right now to get away from war. That's not what I'm talking about. When we bring immigrants in, it's because we are lacking a subset of people to do a certain job in most cases. Like we have people coming over to be nurses mm-hmm. because we have a drastic shortage of nurses, but who's to say if we, that we wouldn't have that. But then it comes with all more sort of other things. Like what kind of, what kind of institutions would we have? We still have residential mm-hmm. school type things. like, there's a whole bunch of other things, oh, but yeah. And then you just, but like and it snowballs. Yeah. Like, but you know. my, my point is, is, I don't think that having abortion has solved Anything, And I don't know if not having abortion will solve everything. I just don't think it's as cut and dry as people like to make it seem on that case. Like, if we had abortions, there'd be so many more dumpster babies. Or maybe those people would go to families who want kids. Or maybe maybe, maybe the, the cost of living would come down because there'd be more people having kids and are,
1: are... But you can't tell me there's not a need for it when you go to the women's clinic and their area where they go get abortions is like full for appointments. See, but that's that's the thing is, like, if it wasn't so readily available, would
2: people be more cautious in who they have sex with? Would they be more cautious in how they protect themselves? I don't know, we're animals.
1: I just don't think... I think it's always been an issue. It's always going to be an issue. Sure, always.
2: And that's the thing, is even even when I was, uh, before I found Christ, Mm -hmm. I was always a person who found the nuance of that, like, I was Mm -hmm. pro-choice. But I always said, like, I will never debate somebody on this topic because I understand, it wasn't even that I didn't want to get into conflict, it's because I understood that at the end of the day, what I'm saying to them is it's okay, to certain people, what I'm saying to them is it's okay to kill a child for the mother. Because that's what they hear. When you say abortion is okay, you're saying that child's life doesn't matter as much as the woman who bears it. And so that's why I said, like, I understand the nuance here. I'm not going to get into a debate with somebody because there's no winning it. That person genuinely feels that abortion is murder. So, what, what, what can I possibly sway, yeah, say exactly. to somebody to sway them to say, like, no, abortion isn't murder? Okay, good. Yes. We're solved. Yeah. Solved. <laughs> solved but right? say, same thing
1: on the ladder discussion. Yeah, exactly.
2: You're saying that this, this baby that doesn't exist, that doesn't have a breath, it, it just doesn't... It matters more than the woman. It, yeah. Exactly. There's no swaying somebody on it. No. no. I Everyone's like, going to
1: believe what they want to believe. Everyone's going to do what they want to do. Exactly. And so, plus, we're two males. Oh, no. Fuck, fuck that shit. We? No, <laughs> we'll go down that
2: road if we have to. But I've had some... I've had some eye opening experiences in the last couple months, especially since the the leaving of my life where I've realized that as much as people want to say that like men have it easy, we can talk about what we talked about when we started, it's not easy. Like in every I did not have a good divorce. Um, there was a lot I don't think there ever is. There is. There is. I've a met good, people a who have had divorce. good divorce. There well, I- Good for me is that they left and just left each other alone and weren't like oh, and oh, divided everything. Just yeah, just, just pff, gone. We're going. done. This yeah. isn't working anymore. That's a perfect divorce. That's a fine divorce.
1: It's not bad. Yeah, mine
2: was. Um, there was a lot of lies spread about me. That luckily for me and my ADHD, I keep everything on my phone from everyone. I have every email I've ever sent except for like ads. I've got every text message up until like 2012 on my phone just because it's so much work to think about going back and deleting all that shit that I just never did. Mm -hmm. So luckily I had that stuff. But in every step of the way, because I had a penis and because there was a woman behind saying these claims about me, I was constantly put at a deficit. She was immediately believed and I had to prove that it wasn't true. It was never a case of where I walked into a place and I was was innocent until proven guilty. Every step of the way where there was an accusation made against me, it was my job to prove my innocence, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I do not agree with the, like, two men can't speak on this issue. Because absolutely, at the end of the day, we are huge parts of this issue. And honestly, the abortion issue is simple. Put a fucking condom on, you idiots. Like, just put a
1: fucking condom on. How dare you?
2: No, fuck that. No, Honestly, all these guys that complain like, women get the say and I don't you know what I understand about male abortion, which people talk about now because it's a big thing, where they say, like, if you're able to say that you want to get rid of the child inside of you, the man should have the exact same option to say, you know what? No, thank you. I'm aborting the financial... I don't want anything to do with this kid. It's all yours. (laughs) So if she has the reason to say it, and I... Like, that's bullshit. What you should do is... If you are not in a comfortable, <laughs> Can you
1: imagine if guys are allowed to do that? right. <laughs> Just no thanks. Yeah, exactly. But like, no thanks. See you later. <laughs> and if
2: like at the end of the day, and I'm yeah, fuck that. I'm blaming men for this too because I don't give a shit. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you are not in a comfortable, long-term, monogamous relationship with somebody that you trust, if you can't tell her your deep, dark secrets, at least one of your deep, dark secrets, everybody has a few. I'm not even talking about the A-level deep, dark secrets about yourself. If you can't tell her in your top five, you shouldn't have a chance to have a child with that person. So put a fucking condom on. Yeah, there's going to be mistakes, but it's like 2%, right? The like, condoms are, what, 98% effective? I don't know, man. And then you're never going to have to have a discussion of, well, I want, I want male abortion. Or, make the good choice. And women should make the fucking good choice, too. Stop fucking the shitty men. And The, th- the, craziest, the craziest thing that I've heard, because, like, <laughs> I liked one Jordan Peterson video. One. And so now I get tons inundated with shit by, like, Andrew Tate and shit like that. Which oh, is, yeah. like, they take his ideas and make them really chauvinistic and shitty. Super radical. Yeah. yeah. So... I get that one thing, but one time a fact came up and it was like 80% of women go after 20% of men. So that's the reason men get shit on so much. All men are trash. Well, yeah, if, if 80% of you were all dating the same 20% of guys, what reason would those 20% have to be good men? Mm-hmm. You're just avoiding the good men because, you know, they're not the jockiest pieces of shit you could find. They're normal, boring guys. They're just humans.
1: Um, on the same kind of note, uh, I think they're coming up with a male male birth control pill. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, for me, it won't <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because I'm going to encourage both of
2: my children to not put that shit in their bodies. Fair enough. Again, one of the things that I found way before any of this <laughs> men's rights activist shit had started flooding into my feed was um, somebody told me to go look at studies and look at the look at the the track of what. Female mental illness has gone through Since the invention of the pill Mm -hmm. And it's not like It's like oh they're very close There's a fucking direct correlation To the increase of depression, anxiety Because you're fucking with the base level hormones of Of a human's body And this is a pill that we invented What the 50's, the 60's and we've been fucking with them the exact same way since the 50s, the same time we were shocking people into comatose states and cutting out pieces of their brains. That's the science we're living on. But if you look at it, it's a direct correlation. As the uptick of taking the pill has gone up, so has depression, so has anxiety, so has suicides for women.
1: Yeah, and then uh, so on top of that, uh, smartphone use, and that's the whole population, and that is causing massive, massive amounts oh, so of so ADHD, doing depression. Yeah. Uh, gender, uh, gender dysphoria, dysphoria, yeah. dysphoria. Uh, dysphoria. Uh, what else? Just all sorts just of stuff. It's just crazy. crazy. It's, it's
2: it's bad. Like, and, but that's the thing. Is like, it scares the crap into me because I have a I have a baby daughter now, and yeah. like, I'm going to encourage her to to stay away from the pill and move to something. Like, I'm not stupid. Just because <laughs> I say that to a bunch of people, and they know that I've found Christ, and they're like, oh, so you're just going to be like abstinence only? Like, no, I'm not stupid. I know what I just say, like there's other options other than the pill, like the IUDs, the correlation between IUD use and mental illness is still different than somebody who's not taking anything, but it's way better than it is on the pill. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to encourage my daughter to take the IUD. And if my son is like, Hey, I want to take this. I'm going to be like the same conversation I have with my daughter. We have mental illness in our family. There's a direct correlation between mental illness and taking the pill. I would encourage you not to, but at the end of the day they're their own people. I'm going to encourage them, but I'm not some overzealous father who's gonna be like,
1: You're not taking that shit in my house
2: I'm just gonna go Yeah,
1: I think that, that kind of shit's out the window now. I mean, you can do that if you want, but Yeah. It always seemed in my opinion that families that really made their kids uh, repressed, those yeah. kids acted out harder than ever. Yeah, and there's <laughs> and
2: there's some of that there's some of that in my son already. Yeah, we got so, hard into Jordan wow, Peterson shit there. Else. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's talk about the depressing shit we've sunk money into. Jeff, how you doing?
1: Uh pretty good. Really? <clears throat> Not really. I mean, I <laughs> took out um I took out a 1000 bucks of it just to go back to school to finish my degree finally. Good. So I'm going to do that. Oh, that's taken forever, and I just got to do it and get it done because I can't be a forklift driver all my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's funny that you need a degree to get a job in the railway now too. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, because but... like
2: nobody uses their degree. I, I, I don't know have a it's single so sad. person at that place who uses their degree for what. It I know. Is. I
1: see all these people come in with masters. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, you just you it, man. Depend on the get field. Put like here, like yeah.
2: I, my uh, There's a few people I've known who hit the master's level and then realized that they hadn't thought about a career. And like, yeah, like
1: basically you can be an instructor. Yeah, if, or you dive
2: I, in to get your doctorate.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like if you get a master's in psychology, you can be a counselor. Yeah. That's good. Yeah.
2: So my crypto is about 42% of its original worth.
1: I'm just holding mine, the rest of my money, in uh, stablecoin, and I'm waiting for everything to bottom out. Then I'm going to push in either on a 1 ETH, if it gets below $1,000, or uh, or all on to XRP for the next
2: oh, wow. ball run. I, I'm still sticking with V, and mine is still the same. I haven't broken away, because you know what? Eventually, the, the, the financial sector will turn, make a turn, and we'll, we'll start going back up, but... I think it's going to go lower. Um, Ethereum with them splitting the chain I don't know if I would dump into Ethereum right now It might go up, it might go down It's going to be volatile, but I know that I own what, like, My most The stupidest coin I own Is uh, the Terra 2 I've got half of a, 0. .46 of a Terra 2 Wow Like Who, who, who after they had the rug pull on, on Terra Luna's coin Were they like Let's make a new one Yeah, People will definitely believe that this is safe People Even in the it. owner got hosed, man. Like, he finally okay. did it. He finally did an interview. He was like... He had, like, that, like, moment where he's like... I could have sold. Like, it's not instantaneous. It was, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. He could have sold and made... Not all of his money, but he would have made all of his money back and then a handsome reward after that. But he's like, but I'm just going to sink other people. Yeah. So, like...
1: I don't did know. the right it's, thing. It's such a volatile market. Such a volatile... <laughs> I think it's going to go down more... Me too. And then in 2023, maybe by the end of 2023, it's going to start getting wild again.
2: Well, if we go back to the old episodes, I'm pretty sure you said like I was like well, by the end of 2022, you're like, calm the fuck down, newbie. <laughs> like we're talking like 2025, 2030, something oh, like that. Maybe. yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty maybe. sure you had it like had it pegged that it was going to go down.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're in a bear market. Oh. It's but it, like, crypto follows the regular market too So when the regular markets are down, crypto's down yeah. That's just the way it is yeah. Everything follows, right?
2: Yeah, but I mean, the market's not doing terrible right now The big crash of the stock market has happened so far
0: Like
1: a lower, you never know my, I mean, when, when the, the Bed housing? Bath & Beyond CEO jumps out of an 18-story building
2: <laughs> Suicided, he probably knew the Clintons
1: Yeah, yeah no doubt, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Bed Bath and Beyond is involved in child trafficking No, they did.
2: Wasn't that Bed Bath and Beyond where they found in those like closets that were named after missing children?
1: Oh my god, you're right. Remember, oh, wasn't that, that Bed Bath so and Beyond? Up. No, oh, that was, that was Wayfair. Oh, Wayfair. Yeah, oh, okay. oh, never mind. yeah. Okay. that was
2: some creepy shit. We should talk about that, that one day. Funny. But that was fucking we gotta, we gotta creepy. That. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. That was creepy as shit.
1: Yeah, he just threw himself off a building. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So man, we're we're hitting most
2: of our most of our things already. Like. Mm -hmm. we had uh, we had our crup date which we just did another crup date which is still garbage Uh,
1: yeah I would if there was another bull run I would go back in on shit coins but this time I would sell them (laughs) and make money
2: yeah uh, I think do you still have baby doge
1: no, I I don't have anything. You got rid of Baby Doge, I got too. rid of everything. Oh, man, everything. I kept
2: my Baby Doge. Yeah. Let's see how much how much of my $100 is knocked down to $80 by the time I got the coin, because mm-hmm. of the amount of transfers I had to do. Let's see how much I have. Yeah, I know I have zero Ethereum. Nobody's asking how much Ethereum I have. Do you know how much my $80 worth of Baby Doge is currently worth? $5. dollars
1: 18
2: 46 Oh, nice. I have... Fourteen billion baby Doge coins, and they're worth eighteen dollars and forty six cents. Yeah. So they're worth
1: just over a, a hundred thousandth of a penny. I think I'm just gonna dump into uh, Bitcoin and just wait for the next yeah. boom, because there's people
2: who are straight up saying like, eventually it's gonna be like a million dollars a coin.
1: Yeah, and it's not going to be like something everyone uses to transact, though. It's no. just going to be like gold. It's too slow. Yeah, it's that's that's right? the problem I, think, I have
2: with dumping into into it. Yeah. Is there's no utility?
1: My buddy was giving me uh, like a breakdown of XRP, and he's super into it. And he says like this is going to be the coin that rules the world, and everyone uses to transact and stuff. So just scares it's, me, anyways. Well, as soon yeah, as soon as the SEC, the whole the whole thing. See, Goes in up, my mind from the research
2: I've done, I think he's 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 possibly right, but I'm looking at my phone and I know the other one that so BNB smart coin, mm-hmm. it's backed by some of the best financiers in the world. The only downside to BNB is it centrally localized in China. It is created by the Chinese. Mm-hmm. So it is a better coin than XRP from the research I've done. The problem is is it's most likely Almost, I'd say probably majority stake is controlled by the CCP. Oh, for sure. So I don't think there will ever be trust in it.
1: No, um, it doesn't matter. Like the CCP, they control so much, and we don't even know it.
2: Yes, but if if you have a if you have a company that's if you have a if you have a group that owns like 61% of a coin mm-hmm. and that starts being used for things they don't want it being used for, they can just tank it. They're, they're one of the largest superpowers in the world. They just be like, fuck you, sell off 40% mm-hmm. and just boom, crash the coin and make a new one, right? Like, yeah, it'll hurt them, but it'll hurt everyone else a lot more than them. Yeah. I don't like having anybody having that much power. And that's still what bugs me about Bitcoin. We don't know who the fuck that guy is and we don't know where those who those whales are.
1: Yeah, you never know, man.
2: And so like just one day, like what, what happened to Terra Luna? Mm-hmm. One day people woke up and like, "Let's pull that shit in." Front of it. <laughs> like a mad and I, we've had this discussion before with Bitcoin like people will buy it, but I mean, Terra Luna was at $200 a coin, and it was dumping fast and people were not buying that shit. Yeah. So, if Bitcoin dumps, will people really be buying it at 3 grand if it dumps down to
1: that low? I would.
2: I don't know if I would. If people, it's not going to, go to that low. Though. No, it I think low. it might
1: go to like twelve.
2: Maybe that would be incredible. Maybe
1: twelve, but yeah. Incredible. But it pulls down everything other coin in the market too. Well, it does. It now, does so. absolutely.
2: The, the yeah. two standards are still Ethereum, even though they're the slowest, is mm-hmm. Ethereum and Bitcoin. Like they will, they still are the market indicators for all crypto. Yeah. So um,
1: yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what my move's going to be. We'll see how dirt cheap coins get right but that reminds me
2: so uh I got on a bunch of dating sites because I got weak again
1: so dirt cheap reminds you of dating Uh, no, uh no (laughs)
2: buying buying coins so this one girl like we were talking for a little bit and she was like yeah I do a lot of travel I come into Winnipeg a few times and I didn't tell her where I was from so I was like okay cool um and so she's like yeah so I, I was like so what do you do and she was like telling about her family and stuff and it was a little bit weird and then she's like yeah I well, for my family, I'm more of like new innovation. So I like I I like put money in like stuff like crypto. And I was like, oh, that's neat. I got a, bun, a bit of money in crypto. She and then she started getting super interested. She's like, oh, you have money. What do you use? And then she started telling me all these things like IO sites that I should be using and dump my money. Like, no, sell immediately and buy. And I was like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. And so then I just left her on read for like three days. And then all of a sudden, it was just like. In uh, Telegram, it was just message after messages from groups trying to get you to buy like buy BNB on this side, buy it on this oh, side, yeah. buy it. I was like, oh yeah, the total scammer. That's amazing. Yeah. What dating site was that? Uh, that came off uh, CDFF, which is Christian dating for free. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I I met somebody that that I I don't I don't think I see anything with in the future, but she's a nice girl and just like somebody I chat with every once in a while. But for the most part, it's like there's a few women in the city that like I've sent messages to. I actually went on a date, um, like my first date since I've got separated, and uh, it was uh, it was a thing. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like uh, it was like. Uh, what like, you do? Five minutes from here. Oh yeah. I went to this little French bakery close to here. The French way. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it is very good. It's uh, it's very nice staff and everything, but um, and so like I cut that off. But that was like my first date, and I haven't really gone on any since because. Mm-hmm. I'm a single father, and I don't make enough money to go on a ton of dates over and over again. Oh, yeah. But getting out there was good, just knowing that, like, I'm willing to walk away from the table if it's just not right for me anymore. Good. Yeah. And there's... Oh, there was another woman that I was going to go on a date with, and she had two kids of her own. hmm And then, uh, one night I went to bed early, because, uh, my son was sick, and so I was like, I need to go to bed early, because he's probably going to get up a few times in the night, and I'm going to lose a lot of sleep. So I went to bed early. It was like 9 o'clock, instead of like 10.30. So I wasn't answering her messages. So I woke up to her calling me three times in a row. Hmm. I was on Do Not Disturb, and I was like, we've never called each other? You just got my text the other night. I was like, "Ah, I'm not feeling this. No (laughs) fucking thank you. Uh, Uh, Pass. Pass, pass, pass. Yeah, that's pretty cute. And of course, I tell Jill this, and she's like, you're just being too picky both times. She's like, you should go on another date with the girl. I was like, what are you talking about? No. Well, I mean, don't stop trying. No, I'm not. I'm just not. I, I feel like online dating for me is not my jam
1: it's not great it's because not, i don't think it's very even the people that are on there they're like this isn't my jam yeah but it's <laughs> like for
2: me especially like on on paper like i'm a single father with you know a lot of baggage well all these bad things like none of the attributes that actually like make me stand out shine through on an online profile right mm-hmm. like you're not going to see on an online profile that like i'm i'm a I love my kids or that I'm a really... Like, I really... I live ride or die for my friends. If my friends need me, I'm fucking... I will be there for... It. It, unless you have a, a concert that gets pushed back and, and I have to leave early and don't get to see the fucking song I requested. Uh, no, it's not. I'm so pissed off about it. Um, I did get to see my daughter the next day when I wasn't supposed to, so that was okay. So I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna let it be. If I meet somebody in person or I get set up, fine. If I don't, then... Whatever. I'll focus on me and my kids. I'm doing better. Like... Oh, man, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm doing, like, friendship breakups. Um, the longest friend I had in my life, which he might actually listen to this at some point, I just realized just, like, we had trauma bonded and weren't really actually good friends. We just sort of, like, we were bullied in grade 8 together, and we were a little bit bullied in grade 9. So we weren't really f- friends. We just sort of, like, had the same trauma and could talk about it. And so... We had this big blow up when I was going through the worst parts of my divorce because I was leaning on him really hard. And then, like, he sent me this really long message that I won't go into, but just sort of like, uh, I thought about it for a year in therapy. And I was just like, nah. When I needed somebody, he was yelling at me that I should take cold showers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My wife is systematically uh, destroying the very fabric of reality for me, and I'm not sure which way's up take a cold
1: shower oh bro you need to take a cold shower <laughs> um well that's horrible not helpful Not not helpful so yeah i just I'm, I'm doing a lot of like
2: self-growth as i told you i uh i cut out pornography mm-hmm. completely because it just i i finally did the because man the thing that's so sickening about pornography is people talk about it like it's good for you it's and blah, blah blah it's not it's not good for you period there's scientific studies out the ass that prove it is bad for you. It hits the same pleasure notes as heroin. Yeah. Seriously, I I don't want to fuck with anybody's life, but if you are, if you want to destroy porn for yourself, just look at what kind of damage repeated use does to you. Yeah. It is
1: astonishing how bad it is for you. Where are the studies?
2: You know what? If I can find the link at home, I will add it to the the notes on this.
1: Sure, that'll be good for all you porn addicts out there.
2: Disadva- <laughs> Manmatters.com Disadvantages of... Are- oh man, and that's the funniest shit is like... Guys don't give it a shit. The the like the men's rights are like porn is bad for you. And I'm like oh that's good. And then you read why they're like it makes you a cuck. Like
0: oh
1: that's <laughs> like oh that's that's what? where you're taking like, this.
2: Okay. You, oh yeah. My favorite thing was reading one of them. I was like okay I need I need I need to dive in a little bit more of this. Like how does watching a woman that you find attractive getting railed make you a cuck? Because you're literally watching another man have sex. You're also probably gay. Like. what? the
1: oh, fuck sounds like an insult to me <laughs> yeah right like
2: you're watching points, you're watching another dude
1: bang a girl like champion yeah it's just yeah and so that's
2: that that is largely my summer i've done a lot of parks my kids got sick five fucking times this summer Wow. each and they're going through a cold right now jesus yeah hmm. but still the sweetest thing like my daughter's learning a lot of things she's mocking me now it's pretty Oh, funny. that's funny Okay, what was your top three favorite things that happened this summer?
1: What's one cool thing? You can get this? I just went to the cabin for a week and relaxed. That was cool. Nice. what did you do at the cabin? Like, what I made it so I read the whole Pet Cemetery book by Stephen King. Awesome, awesome. good book. That was cool.
2: Not, not, I don't think it's his top tier, but it's a good book. I thought it was pretty damn good. Yeah, but I mean, he's got the the, the Tower series. Oh yeah, I read kind of that the Tower and the Stand. I gotta
0: reread
1: that actually. I He's got a new book coming up tomorrow, and I downloaded it on Audible. So, What is it? It's, I, don't, I forget what it's called. Shoot. Um, fairy Tale, it's called. Okay. It sounds really interesting. So it's like Dragon's Tier level stuff? No. But he also has a book called The Eye of the Dragon that I really want to read. It's actually like a... Fantasy? Yeah, yeah yeah which is really cool isn't that the, I think we're talking
2: about the same book as oh Dragon's Eye you know, or something something like some, that yeah Dragon something it's a yeah but it's book.
1: very not his usual you yeah. know
2: what I mean and I think that's what led to like I think that probably came from because uh, the first Tower book was one of his first books ever written mm-hmm. and that's very fantasy-ish
1: yeah dystopian fantasy I yeah
2: think. but like the Dragon one is absolutely like fantasy like
1: yeah he, re- he recycles a lot of the characters too it's quite funny yeah, it's a whole um, universe. Yeah. But yeah, and then now I'm starting to read Crime and Punishment. That's a long book. Wow. Yeah. Dusty F. Yeah,
2: that's a hard one, man. That's one of the ones... It's that's so one, bad. I don't know. The translation I'm reading is pretty good. It was so hard for me. Really? I never finished it. And I've read some hard-ass books. Like, I read Clockwork Orange. I've read Frankenstein.
1: Oh, really? How yeah. was that? <sighs> they're hard, man. <laughs> yeah. hard. They're hard they're older, books. Yeah.
2: yeah, and it's just... it's They're written in... They're written in such like a po. They're, it's like poet. reading a story written by a poet. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's so much to every line in the mm-hmm. bloody book. It's just it's so overwhelming. And then one of my friends is trying to get me to read the the this long fantasy epic, and then he shows me like the things I need to look at before I read the book. And there's like an entire map and like sixteen addendums before I even oh, starting. I was Jesus. like, Jesus,
1: nope, nope. Yeah, I liked. I read. Um... A lot of Jack Ketchum. He was. Yeah. I read another one by him and it was fucking wild. I mean, it was called yeah. Girls' Night. It was nuts.
2: Oh, man. I read uh, my two favorites by him were The Off Season and yeah. Off Spring. Oh, yeah. Those are fantastic. Oh, man. The yeah. the scene that sticks with me still is The Intestine when she's like s- he's squeezing out the insides of the intestine. Yeah, he's a, he's a
1: wild also. horror writer.
2: Yeah. It's even good. even Stephen King refers to him as the scariest horror novelist.
1: Yeah, he's good. He gets real graphic. Yeah, like and he gory. makes his own movies too. Oh yeah, he, makes he, doesn't, movies? he doesn't.
2: Well, they're not. Let's be clear, they're B movies because mm-hmm. he doesn't trust studios to make them as gory as his stories need to be. Okay, get no, out. Okay, cool. So they're they're B movies. So Where are they on? I don't know, they were direct to DVD when they originally were coming out. Mm, okay. um, but you can find them. I'm sure they're on Shutter because yeah. every horror thing's on Shutter. Oh, actually, one.
1: horror Shutter really really sucks. Does it? I've never used it's it. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's five bucks, but... I mean, I usually get it around Halloween for some laughs. And yeah. You know, but it's a bad...
2: Yeah, you could... Honestly, it does it okay. Like, off-season, I think, was okay. I remember I watched two of them. The Girl Under the Stairs, which is based on the real story.
1: Yeah, I yeah. want to read that one, too. So, cool.
2: it's there is a movie on that one. It's pretty good. Um, But, uh, yeah, all his movies are B-movies, because he just he wants them to make them as gory as they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I appreciate that. Yeah, Totally.
2: My summer reading was, I, I was reading the, uh, I'm still listening to and sub-reading the, uh, there's this Thrall trilogy in Star Wars that my friend Adam wanted me to, to read, and it's really good.
1: So it's a lot of really cool, like, fixing some plot problems. Is there one general writer for all these Star Wars novels, or yeah. it's just very many? It's tons. Yeah. The, the problem is, is finding ones and like... how do they get the license to write star wars novels
2: uh i'm not 100 percent sure like so i only know of one person and uh he writes for warhammer um and i'm just not sure how it happened i'm not sure how one day they were just like yeah write us a story for the warhammer uh mythos right like mm-hmm. my, my bigger issue with the star wars one is that how do they decide which of these novels that they allow to be written and published how do they decide which ones are canon or not like these ones are are good and they should have they should have just made these the next three movies in the series, but they're not canon anymore, right? They're not they're not actual parts of the Star Wars series, but there's things like you never see why the lightsabers of the dark side are red, but in the comic books you find out that bleeding happens. Um it's you put all your hatred and blah 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 into the the stone that makes the lightsaber work. So that's canon. How do they decide that that part is canon and what's not canon? How do they send somebody to like write us a 10-novel uh, series for us, but it's not going to be part of the Star Wars universe. It's not going to be a real part. It's just going to be like a story that you're writing. Mm-hmm. We're still going to give it the Star Wars title, but it's not going to be canon. Like, yeah, That's the thing that doesn't make yeah, sense to me. I don't get it either. But there's a lot of canon. Same thing
1: with Star Trek novels, too. Yeah. Thousands of them Thousands. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that one's even harder to write for because oh, that's yeah. nuts. that's high high minded science fiction rather than fun science fiction yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, uh, have a good time. Uh, have a good. Hey, all right, and uh, <laughs> well, we'll see you another time. Yeah, we'll drop
2: some old episodes. Oh, we should add it at the end. We're going to drop some old episodes that'll be talking about stuff that's well past that we had in the bag. We'll be releasing those shortly after this week. drop. <laughs>